Welcome to Aussie the Mouse podcast. This is episode one. We are Mike and Amanda here to share our passion for all things Disney and Universal. In this episode, we're going to introduce ourselves, talk about how our love for Disney led us down this path, and we're excited to share our Disney experiences with you. Thank you for listening to episode one. Uh, a little bit about us. We're a family of four. We have a nine-year-old and eight-year-old. And we just moved to Orlando from Las Vegas. Uh, so we're super excited to be in Florida. My husband is retiring from the Air Force. So we finally got to choose our final spot to live. And we're really excited to be here so close to Disney, so close to Universal. Uh, we're also close to family. Um, we're finally back on the East Coast, uh, which is interesting. Um, so yeah, we're we're really excited to start this new journey in our lives. Yeah, a lot of changes is coming up uh, this past couple of months. So, like Amanda said, retired from the Air Force for twenty after twenty years uh, active duty, and really kind of get to call our shots on where we want to live. And we've got family in Orlando, so um, sounds like a, a great place to settle. We love Disney, so I, I grew up near Disneyland in California. Um, used to go as a child, and then in college, ended up getting an annual pass. Went with several friends. Um, I think it was like my senior year where I had like Tuesday, Thursday classes. So it worked out well. Um, went to Disneyland a lot. Did not experience Disney World until man and I were married and had kids, and we actually were stationed in Georgia. Um, and it was only about a five-hour drive. So I don't recall the first time their kids were a couple months old and we decided to take them down and they probably don't remember anything, but um, they had a blast. Yeah. So for me, I, I went to Disney World a few times as a kid and I kind of had the opposite experience. I didn't go to Disneyland until we were married and, and moved out to Las Vegas. But uh, for Disney World, we really found our love when we moved to Georgia um, our daughter actually went to, to Disney World the first time when she was six months old. Um, we traveled from Albuquerque on a plane and took her to Disney. So she definitely doesn't remember that, but we have some great pictures. Uh, but our son, we, I took him down to Disney. Uh, my husband was actually deployed when he was about six weeks old, I think was the first time he went to Disney. So he was very young. Um, but uh, I, I don't know when they started to realize how much they loved it but they have the same passion that we have yeah so we've had the opportunity to go plenty of times with our children and all through different phases and ages um and we loved it just as much as they did even though we probably didn't even make it a full day uh for the first i'd say the couple of years into the trips oh yeah i uh, definitely say it took us a while before yeah. we were actually able to to really stay the whole day and it's the fun thing is when you grow up with them going, it's like you get to see them at every age and it, it never gets old. It just gets different. It just kind of when they're, they're little and they're just starting to experience, they just see the colors and the lights. Um, and then they become toddlers and you really get to see them light up when they, after they get past that, like fear of the characters, they, they develop such a love and they run towards them and, and their rides. And, um, it's, it's just changed throughout the years. And, and now our, our nine-year-old daughter is, um, she loves the the thrill rides. So she is a fan of all the roller coasters. And so it's just fun to see them, you know, change throughout the years. 
Yep, absolutely. So they've had a blast. I know that the nice thing about Disney too is all the different parks, they all kind of have different rides that suit each age. And, you know, we can actually do, you know, kid swap and child swap with them if we're trying to get another ride in that is maybe not suitable for them or they weren't up for it at the time. But um, our daughter definitely, she went on Star or um, Barnstormer the first time. And that was when we found out she loved roller coasters. Our son did not. Yeah, it's actually kind of funny. Yeah, our son is, he is not a fan of thrill rides. Um, he does not, does not usually go on them with us. So um, that is when we do a lot of the, the child swap. Um, but our daughter loves them. And so it actually works out because I can take him on something else while they're doing that. Uh, so there's, Disney gives a lot of great options when you have a family that kind of ranges in different ages or different preferences. Yep. So our, during our time in Georgia, we got annual passes. We spent a lot of time, different weekends. Anytime we had a three-day weekend or we can get away, um, we ended up coming down to, to Orlando. Um, luckily, we had family that we could stay with, but we also def- definitely tried out uh, several of the resorts um, that we just loved. So, And then we ended up moving out to Las Vegas. Uh, we were there for four years. And that's when we kind of turned our direction and went and going to Disneyland a few more times um, while we were there and, and thoroughly enjoyed that one as well. Yeah, that was that was a really fun experience for me because I wasn't sure what to expect. I'd only ever been to Disney World and it's a completely different experience to go to Disneyland. Not, not better, not worse, I don't think. Like it's it's just it's just different and it's fun in its own way. And it's like the first time it. it it throws you off a little because well I mean you know walking up to to Disneyland it's a very different experience than driving into Disney World because there's so much land at Disney World but Disneyland is such a small area and so you kind of just walk up and you're there and everything's walkable so um but it was it was so neat to see the differences and there's there's things I love about Disneyland and things I love about Disney World and it's just they're both magical in their own way. Yeah. So, yeah, we definitely went up to Disneyland a lot. Um, I, I loved it. That's what I grew up with. That's what I remember. Um, but obviously, Disney World, you got Magic Kingdom, and it's a little different. Um, but I will say Disney's California Adventure. I was. I remember it when it first opened up. Um, there wasn't a, a lot of rides yet. There wasn't Adventure Campus. There wasn't Cars Land. Um, and I would say that those two areas definitely make that park Um make it make that park oh absolutely like uh, avengers campus is by far my my favorite of the lands in any disney park we've been to it's it's such an immersive experience and you can just kind of hang out there and just watch things happen and watch the avengers and really feel like you're part of that world and it's similar in cars yeah absolutely we love yeah both of them at night i think are probably my favorite places at night in any of the parks between land and disney world so yeah yeah thoroughly love it um so we've got luckily our, our kids are i mean the age of eight and nine and they've already been to to both sides east and west coast um already and know it pretty well so they get confused on which which rides and <laughs> or at which park and i think now that we're in orlando they're gonna get to know the parks but even better here so looking forward to that and sharing those experiences with you absolutely i mean it, even now our kids um our daughter it wants to be an Imagineer and our son, he wanted to be Imagineer until he's, he went to Disney a few times recently and decided that he wants to be a cast member. Um, but specifically the cast member who gets to show people how to get to different places. He wants to point them in the right direction and show them like the things that he loves about Disney. 
Um, he, he just, he likes to talk to people. He likes to engage with people. And so I think that's where, you know, where he decided that, that his favorite thing would just be to be able to do that all the time in Disney. Yeah. So he's, yeah, he's definitely got the imagination for it. And, uh, we've, we've enjoyed him watching him grow up and, and be a part of just seeing everything Disney. So one of the things that was before COVID, but um, this is when the dining plan was still going on. Um, I got back from deployment. We ended up going out to Disney World, um, staying at Animal Kingdom, had a blast. We ended up doing the whole, you know, a week there with the dining plan. Um, and then Amanda really got into it with the different snacks and different options and how you take advantage of the best, you know, deals for the, the dining plan. Um, well, I had spreadsheets. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. they had the spreadsheets, <laughs> everything going. Um, each day was like, okay, we're going to hit a, this restaurant. We're going to do these snacks. Um, but there's options. But, I mean, it was it was kind of just getting the make, bang for the buck. And the dining plan, is it was a great deal then, um, still is now. And we can talk about that in another podcast. But um, definitely led us to other people asking you, hey, how do I go to Disney World? What's the best way to do it? Um, and you were just passing out spreadsheets, giving information. You really found that you loved it. Um, and then COVID hit and then that kind of just paused everything. But then after we found, you found your kind of next calling or what you wanted up doing. Absolutely. So, um, I love researching for our vacations. I, I love doing like figuring out where to go and, and, and what the best thing is. And, and so, especially with Disney, like Disney can actually be a very difficult trip to plan. Um, and it, it feels like it gets harder every year because there are the things that if you don't know that you need to make park reservations, you may not do that. You may not know that you need to make some of these dining reservations 60 days out or you just won't get them. So uh, for me, like I would make spreadsheets. I would draw up documents for everybody who told me they were going to a Disney park. I would send it to them so that they had all of the information. Um, so it led me to what can I do with this? Like I have such a passion for it. And, um, that was kind of where I figured out that what I wanted to do was to, to become a travel planner. And so, um, I am now a travel planner with fantastical vacations, which is an amazing company. And I get to do the thing I love for a living. So I, I plan Disney universal cruises, all inclusives, um, and at no cost to you. So, um, that's the great thing about it. Like these costs are already built in to the, the cost of traveling there anyway. So you're paying for essentially a travel planner, whether you use one or not. So, um, I, I can get to share my passion. I get to, and I, for you, I get to do all of the things that, that you don't want to do. I get to get up at 6am and try to get you those hard to get uh, dining reservations. I get to sit on the phone for, you know, hours and hours waiting for someone to answer my questions or to help do something. Um, I get to be the one to deal with it when, you know, Disney IT goes down and there's things that have to be done. So for me, it's really about taking this passion that I have and turning it into to something that helps other people and, and to, to really get to, to dig in and do what I love. Yeah. And, and so, Hopefully we can share our experience and our, our love for Disney um, in this podcast. And then obviously if uh, you're looking to plan your next vacation, um, reach out to Amanda and I. All right. If you'd like more information on booking your next Disney Universal Cruise or all-inclusive vacation, um, I am a travel advisor with Fantastical Vacations, a concierge travel agency. 
the best part about this is it's all the planning services are free to you. You can find out more by visiting us at osseothemouse.com or at osseothemouse on Instagram. Mm-hmm.